and welcome to the Bless Up Fitness Podcast. My name is Courtney Clark, and my mission is to help Christian women look at fitness as a blessing and not a burden. If you feel uncomfortable in your skin, have a bad relationship with food, and feel lost on what you need to do to get results, I'll be dropping weekly episodes to help you lose the fat, build the muscle, and help you become an absolute unit of a woman in and out of the gym. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Blessed Fitness Podcast. I'm coming at you with a fire topic. I literally can't believe that 2023 is like coming to an end. I feel like it has gone by so fast, but also it kind of feels like it took a while. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't believe it's going to be 2024. It like blows my mind. But anyway, we're going to be talking today about five ways to change your life in 2024. And I'm just going to come at you with just some simple five things that have really changed my life this year. And you know how I like to do it short, sweet, and to the point. All right. So if you guys are ready, we're going to jump right into it. So take out a pen, take out a piece of paper. If you're driving, tune in your ears and let's get going. So five ways to change your life in 2024. The first way to change your life in 2024 is to either revamp or create your morning routine. Now, if you've been following me since like 2020, all right, where are my OG followers at? That's that's the real question. But anyway, if you've been following me since 2020, that is when I really started to be intentional about having a morning routine. And I'm not talking about a routine where you wake up, hop in the shower, brush your teeth, you know, brush your hair, look at your phone for 20 minutes, and then start your day. No, I'm talking about like, intentionally having time to yourself um, in the morning to pray, read, journal, or move your body. And I know we have a lot of busy moms out there and I have a lot of moms that follow me. And so I just want to say that your morning routine does not need to be like this three hour extravaganza or it needs to be perfect in any way, shape, or form. I'm just literally talking about taking like 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to yourself to spend time with God, to draw, to read, to journal, to go for a walk. Just something that's intentional, something that's away from your phone, away from the noise, and that's starting your day on a positive note. I know on social media, you know, a bunch of influencers post their morning routines and what they do in the morning and it looks so perfect and put together. And I want you to know that that's fake. Okay, I'm sure they do some of the things that they say in their video, but it doesn't always go as perfect as they portray it to be. So keep it really, really simple. Okay, don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it an hour long if like that's not sustainable for you. My morning routine right now is two hours, not because I have all these things that I do and it takes two hours to do them. More so, I just like to take my time with the things that I do, whether that's praying, reading my Bible, journaling, and I'm sure that will change when I start having kids. So just to tell you what I've been doing for my morning routine is I wake up and I hop in a cold shower. And the reason why I do this is, you know, yes, it sucks. Okay. But the way that you feel afterwards, like it immediately takes away any tired or grogginess feeling that you have when you first wake up. And so when I'm about to hop in a cold shower, even though I literally don't want to and every cell in my body is like, please don't go in there. 
I just remind myself of how good it feels after and I like crave that feeling. So I'll hop in a cold shower. I'm only in there for a few minutes and I just make sure my entire body is like woken up with this cold water. Um, then I get out. I just do a little tiny, you know, face routine just because I don't like to just you know, not have any lotion on my face or anything. Anyway, then I'll throw on my gym clothes and they're already prepped to go because I like to make less decisions in the morning. My mornings always go smoother when I plan my clothes the day before. So I'll get dressed, then I'll make my way to the kitchen, whip up some greens powder and some water. I use uh, 1UP Nutrition's greens powder because, I mean, yes, I'm sponsored by them, but they have the best flavors and they're the only greens powder I've ever had that doesn't taste like freshly cut grass. Like their flavors taste like their flavors, which I really love. So if you want to save 20% off, my code is CC Fitness, And I'm telling you, they're so good. I love the strawberry kiwi flavor. Blue raspberry flavor is also really good. The Miami Vice flavor, the strawberry margarita. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. But after I grab my greens, I go to the couch and I start to pray. Then I crack open my Bible. I'll either read a couple chapters or I will just take a verse and I will sit on it, reflect on it, pray on it. Um, and then lately I have been writing the things that I'm grateful for on paper, practicing gratitude. And I spend a lot of time in prayer thanking God for the things I have in, have in my life, but sometimes it really helps me to get it out on paper too. And then after that, I feed my dog and then him and I go on a walk. And so my morning routine is really something that I look forward to. And so when you're creating your morning routine, it should be something that you look forward to. It should be something that uh, you're not dreading to do when you get out of bed. And while we're on the topic of morning routine, it's also important that you set a bedtime and a wake up time and you stick to it. Our bodies do so well with structure, okay? So if you go to bed at 10 and you wake up at six, like your body will start to naturally wake up around that time. Like for me, I always wake up like, 10 or 15 minutes before my alarm because once my body's out of that sleep cycle, it just tells me when to wake up. So sometimes I don't even have to set my alarm because my body just gets used to it. And so if you don't have a set bedtime or wake up time, I definitely think that you should do so. It can create a lot of good structure, but you have to stick to it. All right, I feel like I just rambled about morning routine. So let's move on to the second one, okay? The second way to change your life in 2024 is to explore a new hobby, something that you've always wanted to pursue but haven't. On my vision board for 2024, I put allow myself to try new things and have one new hobby. I also put this on my vision board for 2022 and I didn't do it. And so I had to do it again for 2024 and I actually did it this time and it was like so fun. Like life is so fun when you try new things. So this year I got into skateboarding for a little bit, uh, golfing and gardening. I love them all. And man, life is so fun when you learn to move your body in other ways and you try new things. And sometimes we can get so caught up in the same cycle or all of our days start to look the same. And it's just so great to have an activity to do in your free time that just makes you happy. So I'm gonna list a bunch of hobbies right now and I want you to pick like one or two things to try out this year, right? And I know some of you are either not gonna listen to me or you're gonna do five things, but no matter what, at least try one new thing this year. So we got knitting, rollerblading, golfing, martial arts, longboarding, running, gardening, pickleball, biking, hiking, 
coloring, painting or drawing, skateboarding, cooking classes, baking classes, indoor rock climbing, like man, the list goes on. There's so many cool things out there. So don't think about it. Just make the time, get the ball rolling, book the class, take the lesson, whatever you gotta do. Just go pursue the thing that you've always wanted to try. The third way to change your life in 2024 is to make it a priority to learn. Just like new experiences, new and fresh information makes life exciting. It's motivating. And if you aren't determined like you used to be, or you feel like you're in a rut, you're like, why am I not as motivated? Why, why do I not feel as purposeless? Why am I not as determined? It's likely that you stop learning. You lose your excitement for something the moment you stop being a student. And I want you to write that down. You lose your excitement for something the moment you stop being a student. When you stop being a student, everything is repetitive, boring, lifeless. You're not progressing because you need more knowledge to progress, right? And as human beings, we are designed to grow and evolve. Like God did not design us to stay where we're at year after year, right? Like we should be growing in our faith, right? like we should be growing in our fitness journey. And if you wanna get back to a place where you are excited and determined for life again, get back into your studency. Hire a coach, open a book, look for a mentor, do your research, YouTube, ask questions, take notes, get curious, and apply what you learn, all right? So the third way to change your life in 2024 is to make it a priority to learn. Number four, the fourth way to change your life for 2024 is to practice gratitude. How on earth could you ever be happy while living life without a thankful heart posture? Comparison is literally the thief of joy and we are more exposed than we have ever been to other people's lives. It's the easiest now to fall into a dark hole of comparison. And this is something I prioritize a lot now. Because as someone who works on social media, and I'm sure a lot of online coaches and influencers can relate, and if you're someone who loves social media and you know you love making videos, you know, it's it's so much fun. But it's also so easy to get caught up in everyone else's lives that we forget all of the goodness that God is doing in ours, right? So of course, I have to limit my scrolling. I have to be extremely intentional on who I follow. If you don't If your content does not make me happy, does not inspire me, or does not teach me something, I don't follow you, period. So I spend a lot of time, you know, in prayer, thanking God for what I have in my life. And on top of that, I like to write down a list of things that I'm grateful for, just like how I was telling you in my morning routine. Now, if we think about this in a fitness perspective, if you're not grateful for how far you've come, and you don't look back on everything that you've overcome, how do you expect to have the determination or the motivation to keep going? And think about this with your walk with God. Some of you, including myself, okay, sometimes forget all that God has done in our lives. And when you're feeling down or you're in a waiting season or you feel like you're in this, you know, this season where you're not hearing from God or you just feel like God is distant, Sometimes we just need to sit there and be grateful and thank God for everything that he has done. Even if God does not do another thing in my life, sitting down and thanking him for all that he has done completely makes me forget about the chaos in my life, about X, Y, Z, about, you know, 
my, my dog and, you know, his, his bad behavior and all these different things, right? If we're not thinking about the good things that God has done in our lives, and we're only thinking about what we think is missing or what we think we need or what we think we want, we will never be happy. We will never have joy in our lives. We will never truly unlock a deep relationship with God. There is so much power in thanking God for what he's done in our life. There's so much power in being grateful. So the fourth way to change your life in 2024 is to practice gratitude and thanking God for all that he's done in your life. All right, last way to change your life in 2024 is stop trying to do all the right things and do a few things the right way. Let me repeat that so y'all can write it down. Stop trying to do all the right things and do a few things the right way. All right, there is no fun in the journey if you're trying to live life with an all or nothing mentality. All right, and a lot of us have it, right? Or in other words, a zero to 100 mentality, meaning you are either all in or all out. You're either completely burning yourself out or you're too lazy to do anything or unwilling to do anything. You're either super motivated or not motivated at all. And that mindset can be very toxic in a lot of ways because there's no goal or no intention to progress. We need progress, all right? It really makes the journey worth it, makes it purposeful. Meaning like we need to adapt habits by starting where we're at and increasing the intensity or how often we do said thing as time goes on. If we go from where we're at immediately into trying to create a habit perfectly, it's too much mental energy and willpower that's being burned at once. For example, I see people all the time go from eating the way that they eat, right, to trying to eat 100% clean. Not realistic. Okay, we've all done it. We've all tried it. We've all failed. (laughs) They stick to it for a short period of time, right? Then they give into a cookie at a holiday party. And then because they gave into a cookie, they take it as a complete failure and they give up completely. And they think that they're just entirely incapable. Absolutely not. I see the same thing with people getting into working out. Instead of setting a realistic plan or goal of, you know, working out for three to four days to start, right? They immediately try to do like 45 minutes cardio a day. And I used to do it too. I used to have that zero to 100 mentality. And because of it, I could never stick to anything long enough for me to create habits, habits that will help me get the results that I wanted. Having that zero to 100 mentality was also how I developed, you know, eating disorders with food. Now, when you start small with the goal of progressing as time goes on, not only is it easier to stick to and more sustainable, but you have more willpower to sustain it long enough for it to become a habit. And once it's a habit, you don't really need any willpower to do it because it just becomes second nature and habitual. All right, so the last way to change your life in 2024 is to stop trying to do all the right things and do a few things the right way. So take two or three things that you want to improve on. If you want to get consistent with working out, great. Sit down, make a real, set a realistic goal on how many days you can work out a week and how long, okay? Pick another thing, water. If you're really trying to improve on water, how much water are you drinking right now? Add 10 ounces on top of that. The next month, add another 10 ounces on top of that. Create progression, all right? Now, I know by stop trying to do all the right things and do all the and do a few things the right way kind of sounds like what is the right way and i'm going to tell you the right way is the way that you can stick to 
just like the best workout program out there is the one that you can stick to. So don't think that you have to go find the right way to do the few things. It's literally the right way is the way of progression, okay? Setting realistic goals, starting small, aiming big, starting small, but setting a few realistic goals so that it's sustainable for you to stick to and for you to progress off of. Now, the last thing that I want to say before I close this episode, I know that these five ways are great and yes, they will make a huge impact on your life, but I'm telling you right now, the best year of your life will be the best year that you have spiritually. The best year of your life is the year you go deeper in your faith. You could apply all these things and yes, they'll impact your life. But if you do not have God in the center of your life, you will never unlock true joy, true peace, or true love. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have the best day of your entire life. God bless you, and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you found value in this episode, the number one thing that you can do to help the podcast is to share it with someone who could grow from this content or you can leave a review. And if you'd like to go further in your fitness journey with me, head over to my Instagram bio, fill out an application to get started. See you guys in the next episode.